Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, this is Doug Aldrich with the Dead Daisies. I'm here to talk to you about Holy Ground. Pronounced soon. And I'm here on... Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks, right? Thanks for joining us, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> so as you mentioned, we're here to talk about your latest album, Holy Ground, which will finally see the light of day on January the 22nd, mate. So are you excited or more relieved that it's finally coming out? Um, we're really excited. Um, we, you know, we've been sitting on this for about a year now, so we're, we're, we're really ready for it to be out. Yeah. And like, like you say, the album was originally slated for release early last year, so it has been a long time since you finished it. Like, does any of it feel dated to you, or does that not come into it? No, I mean, it, um, it's, it's pretty fresh. I haven't, I haven't really listened to it too much, you know, but um, and we, we actually have been working on some new material as well on top of that material, which is still new. But I think it's more about the reflection of how people, when they hear it, what they think. And, um, you know, so far, our friends that I've played Hopefully everyone will, will, will dig it and we'll be able, to, uh, be able to come and play it for you guys ASAP. Hell yeah. <laughs> and you've, you've released three songs from it in the lead up. You've released Unspoken, Bustle and Flow and the title track. So would you say those three songs are a good representation of the album as a whole? I mean, there's you got to hear the whole album as a flow. It's really got a great vibe to it. I mean, um, those are... those Originally... We had a plan that was starting off with Holy Ground. And then when the, 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 the pandemic started, we basically pushed everything back and we weren't planning on putting anything out, but then we felt like Unspoken was a really good vibe for, the, for you know somebody wanting to hear something from the Dead Daisies, but it kind of, you know, it was like a song of hope, you know, for during the pandemic. And then we waited a few months and we put out Bustle and Flow, and that, that was really cool for the summer. Now we actually are getting back to the original plan, which is Holy Ground for first half later. But um, I would say, to answer your question, yes and no, because there's a lot of deeper stuff, and there's a couple of things that are, I think, going to be surprising for the fans when they hear it. They're going to be, you know, it's a brand new start. We've got Glenn Hughes, the voice of rock. We, um, me and David Lowy, Dean Castronovo, and it, it's a it's a fresh start, it's a brand new start for this band. Yeah, beautiful. And for the film clip, The Bustle and Flow, you explored gaming software Unreal Engine to create a unique and special music video. So tell us a bit about that, mate. It was pretty cool. Um, that was that was something that was a surprise. It was um, management had put that together with the director, uh, and I think management came up with the script and um, you know, the basic idea for that. And then, you know, they said, we're working on something really cool. want to, you know, surprise you guys with it. And I thought, I thought it was brilliant. I really liked it. Something, you know, of course, some people, you know, would want to see the band, but I think that 
people have seen the band and that that's like a really fresh idea the way they did it so I, I loved it hmm. and holy ground like when you listen to the whole thing through mate like it's undoubtedly a solid rock album and it's a damn fine one of that but each song also sounds different which is be rare these days man so did you have a focus on having each song with its own identity you know we did not we did we didn't we we wrote together with all the ideas that we brought in um we, we we all put our best foot forward for each song and uh we we probably wrote things we had floating around and we um we got them all to a certain point and then um our producer ben gross and management came in fresh and said you know here's here's the ones that we're kind of leaning towards let's vote on these other ones, you know, that, that we think. And so we, we voted on a few of, you know, probably four or five at the end, um, to add mm -hmm. and everyone had their, had different favorites. It was really cool. But I think that for me, when I listen to it, I, I get a feeling of behind the time and we recorded in the South of France, by the way, right. beautiful studio. And when I listen to that album, the flow of the album is really nice. It's, it, it sets, each song sets up the next song for, mm -hmm. for me, and it reminds me of that that time. And it feels like a like it's got a, a solid flow from start to finish, but it definitely has some different. It, it goes in some different directions when you least expect it, which I like that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, of course, if you know, for like, say, for example, a thrash band or something, you don't want to go too far off that because that's what you know. That's your thing. You know, you, you got to keep the energy up and keep it like that. But for a band like the Dead Daisies, we're more of a 70s vibe. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of groovy aspects to that. There's a lot of heavy aspects to that. And then there's some melodic aspects, too. You know, like um, Holy Ground, the single kind of covers it all. It comes out with a freaking wallop, you know, hits you right across the chin. And, but it's got some melodic bits, and the chorus hits, and it's nice and big and melodic. Stuff like um, Like No Other is more of a, a little bit more of a heavy groove track, almost... It's almost danceable, you know, which is something different. <laughs> uh, Come Alive is like a straight-ahead fast rocker that just kicks ass the whole way through. Um, definitely a good song for driving in it. And I got to say, lyrically, I really love how the lyrics flow on this thing, too, because they, when you really kind of um, let them sink in, you realize that there's kind of a little bit of a... Glenn was a little bit of a fortune teller with this stuff, where Come Alive, you know come alive and start again it, you know it, it's like what we're doing right now mm. um so it's like we've finished everything before the pandemic but there's definitely songs that relate to the human nature and and you know the the holy ground which is which is your you know could be something to you is different than me yeah. my holy ground is my family that's the holy ground right there mm -hmm. beautiful and we sort of touched on this a little bit, mate, but um, the biggest thing with Holy Ground, at least vocally, is the arrival of Glenn Hughes. So was he encouraged to bring his own swagger to the music, or did he more have to fit in with the existing Dead Daisy sound? No, he brings it. He brings his, his thing, you know. That's what he should do. Yeah. That's one of the coolest things about this, is that um, it's, a real, it's a really good chemistry between, you know, where, the, where, the, where David Lowy started this thing, um, as being almost like a roundabout, like very similar to Deep Purple in some ways. You know, early Deep Purple had this original singer and then they switched to Ian Gillen and then they got Coverdale. 
so on and so forth. Eventually, Richie was gone, and they had um, Tommy Boland come in and play guitar. So this is a situation, this is like Mark IV version of the Dead Daisies, which is exactly what David Lowy planned. It was, you know, the Dead Daisies uh, with an open door. And when John Crabby left amicably, we wished him well, totally. We love John. He, he did a great job for the band and brought the band to a new level. And that's why Glenn's here, too. That's why I came in, to, to you know, for hopefully take it further than where I where I stepped on. So we're really excited about what Glenn brought and the mix of that with with the vision of David that this is a guitar-driven rock band, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good mix. Yeah. So that, that was early 2019 when your manager first reached out to Glenn. So how much of a say did the band have in who came in and singing? Like, did you guys sit down and mull it out, decide on Glenn, or was it a management decision? No, it was, I mean, well, management proposed it and we were all very excited about that idea i didn't think about glenn because glenn had been really busy doing his um a classic deep purple performed by by you know that he would do and i thought he was busy you know and so we were thinking about different people and we did not want to try and replace john karabi you know there's only one john karabi yeah it's it's not it's better to make a fresh start like a revolution you know for this band we had strong a strong backbone already so uh when management phoned phoned me up and said you know we're talking to glenn what do you think i was like that sounds freaking great man now i never thought of it that would be great of course glenn and i have been friends for a long time so there was no, no there was a no-brainer there and uh you know we toured together so i knew what it was going to be like and i love his you know of course everyone love, knows him for his singing but i love his bass playing too mm. he's very unique and um, very, you know, from the soul kind of a player. So I called Glenn and said, you know, is this for real? What do you think? And he's like, Doug, it's time for you and I to make some music. You get it. We've talked about it all these years. It's time to do it now with the Dead Daisies. So the four of us hold up in the south of Pakistan. And basically one of those studios, I don't know if you'll Christmas. It's one of those studios where everybody lives there. Okay. The, the band, the crew, the management, we were all living on the property. And so therefore we'd wake up, we'd have breakfast together, we'd go to work, we'd come in, have dinner together, have a glass of vino, and, you know, prepare for the next day. But basically didn't have to leave the studio or the premises. Wicked. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really helped the band gel. Yeah. And and that's where I, when I listen to it, I hear that vibe of, of that time, you know, I, I feel good about it. Mm. You mentioned Glenn's bass playing too. Like I don't remember the name of the song, but it's number two on the album. It's got um bass song in brackets after it. Yeah. The the, the yeah. bass bass riffs on that are amazing. Like I'm surprised you didn't put that one on first, just to sort of introduce people. You know that this isn't the direction we're in at the moment. Well, that's a that's kind of a unique song. So that's one of those ones where you, you might think like, well, that's a little different for the Daisies. Mm. But um, how that happened was was you know. Glenn, Glenn joined the band. We got together. We wrote a few songs. Holy Ground was actually the first song that Glenn brought up to the band. Then we wrote uh, Righteous Days together, and that was the first song we released when we announced that he was in the band. We re-recorded both of those songs, um, but during that time, I started to write some things specifically, like I was in, like I was inspired by Glenn being in the band, and I, so I had the basic elements of of the music that I put on to David and to Glenn and 
David and I um, put together a, a plan on that one and then gave it to Glenn. Glenn took it and made the song really kick ass. And then he was singing. He had the title Like No Other. And I'll tell you this because just, I just did an interview with him and he explained it. <laughs> and then he was playing and he said, can you feel my bass line? And it, it was like the producer said, whoa, that's a great hook, man. We should do that. So it, it's a heavy groove song, the kind of song that Glenn likes. I knew he would like it. Or I was hoping he would like it. <laughs> you, know, you know, because basically when you've got a new guy that's coming in, he's a lead singer, he needs to be comfortable, you know. You can't, yeah. like, go, Glenn, I I hear you singing on this. I mean, he either feels it and it's going to work, or he doesn't feel it and you got to drop it. Yeah. And that one, he, he felt it, so it's cool. And I thought, you know, it's a very simple song. It's got basically three parts. It's got the main riff which is and then it's got the chorus and it's got a little solo section that splits up those parts but then the real b cool part is it's got a bass solo yeah so glenn glenn went off and did like this wicked bass solo on originally he he didn't really know it was going to be a bass solo we, me and david just stopped where we had kind of planned on it and he just kept playing and he's he was right in the middle of wailing <laughs> and he kept wailing because we we left him open, and that's the solo that you hear on the record. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's, it was a good one. Cool. And, like, um, we sort of mentioned this too, but, like, the Dead Daisies have had somewhat of a rotating roster over the years. So is there a set musical characteristic you look for in someone before bringing them into the band? I mean, it's important that somebody... Um, be, you know, I think that every time somebody has come in, they've been friends with somebody, yeah. you know? When... when, when David and John Stevens started writing and doing stuff, and then they, they brought in um, Marco and, and or, or Slash, and, and you know, so David was friends with Slash, and then uh, David and Marco met um, in Australia, and they got to be friends, and then it started to be, like, Marco knew everybody, and, and he brought in Brian Tishy, I believe, and he brought in John Karabi, and, uh, oh, and, sorry, Richard Fortas, was friends with David and they, they he was involved in, in that stuff with Dizzy so it's always been friends coming in so when Guns N' Roses went back out they were looking for a friend so I had worked with all those guys and had a great few, bunch of conversations with David Lowy about you know how our styles would go together and and then we they said we're going to make a new record Do you, you want to come in and so David said you know Dizzy's gone I don't want to try and replace Diz. Dizzy's a, a unique. He's a unique keyboard player, and he goes, "I just think we should focus back on being a guitar-driven band." So that's what we did. So uh, now that Glenn's come in, Glenn's a friend. I I know him, you know, and and it's his first opportunity, I think, for Glenn to um, first opportunity for Glenn to actually play with uh, two guitar players. All right. So. Um, it's it's good it's a good thing all around. Mm. And you, you've spoken about touring the album, but like, how difficult is it to organise in the current climate to get something like that up and going? You mean, you mean during this COVID? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a little you know it, it it knocked us back. You know, we had this this record was basically record finished before the pandemic hit, and then we had to push everything back and it. Originally, we started pushing it back, you know, three months or so, or six months. And eventually, by the summertime, we, we decided, let's just wait until, you know, 21. Yeah. And so we've still, we've still got some obstacles, but we're making progress as a, 
as a world to try and, you know, we've got a plan now, we've got a vaccine. Music is essential. We, we're going to get it back. We have to have it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very essential to live shows are very essential to my mental stability. <laughs> you know, I, I love it. Not just playing it, but going to them and, um, and new music as well. And I, we wanted to be able to promote this album properly and we couldn't do that unless we were going to play live. So we will be on the road as soon as, as anybody's on the road, we'll be on the road as well. We're ready. We've, we've rehearsed the album. Uh, we're planning on rehearsing it again in March and uh, rehearsed the show I meant. Um, so I think, you know, I'm fingers crossed, touch wood, hopefully <laughs> by, by, by summertime, there'll be some, some live shows by the Dead Daisies. Beautiful, Doug. Well, thanks very much for joining us today, mate. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. Holy Ground is out on the 22nd of January, and I can tell you from a sneak listen, it's a fucking awesome album, guys. So, well done, mate, and we look forward to seeing it out, and hopefully you out sooner rather than later. Cheers, Chris. Thanks to you and everybody at Heavy for your support, and we uh, we love the magazine. I, I, You know, every time it comes out, I'm, I always look forward to seeing who's in it and what's going to, you know, what's happening, and and I uh, wish all of your readers and uh, viewers the best. Stay safe and, and look forward to seeing you later this year, I hope. Beautiful, mate. You take care of yourself, brother, and stay safe over there. Cheers, mate. All right, bye. See ya. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.